Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. And welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here back to talk with you guys about the slate. Hope you guys had a good a good day yesterday. Mine was pretty good, so no complaints here. Uh, just ready to uh, kind of dive right in and get into this five-game slate. Uh, as you guys know, I'm kind of a cash game player, and uh, cash games, I'll, I'll play five-game slates. I, I like it. I think it's a, I think it's a solid one to play for, so uh, it kind of seems like a lot of obvious things to do, though, so uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get after it, and we'll, uh, we'll see how uh, you guys feel afterwards and how I feel, because again, uh, you know, I, I think it's a good slate, and I think it's one that I'm definitely going to, uh, definitely going to attack, but it seems like there's some spots where we should definitely be targeting, and a lot of people will be on, uh, but there's a lot of different studs to pay for, so that's what makes it interesting, and it looks like it'll be a good one. Let's talk about the first game, Sacramento Kings and the Orlando Magic. The uh, the Kings come in here as uh, six-point underdogs, 214.5 team total. And we already got some news. Zach Randolph, he's going to be questionable for this game. Scal, BCA, he is currently uh, probable. So, yeah, we have some, uh, you know, and we know also what the Spurs do, right? They sit there. Uh, they sit some of their old guys or whatever. I'm guessing maybe they sit George Hill too as well. I'm thinking Vince Carter probably plays. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, people say like, oh, it's his last year and, uh, you know, he'll play his last game in Orlando. And I think that makes sense. But I don't know if it's his last year for sure. Unless he announced something that I missed. Uh, I don't know. I could see him just keep on playing and playing. But uh, I think he's fine. Uh, you know, I think targeting some of these uh, Kings, I mean, is fine. Because it's the Magic, just one of the worst teams in the league, we're going to have to want to target them, right? I mean, it just makes a ton of sense. Question is, where do we do it? How do we do it? I think Scala BCA is a great option to power forward uh, on fantasy draft. It makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, he's just he's just a lot better than he was, right? Like uh, people are remembering Scal for the bum he was, and he's just been a lot better. Uh, you know, these guys are young. You know, they come in the NBA very very raw, and they get better and better. And you know, Scal's definitely taking a nice little next step. And I think we should we can we can roll some at the eight point six k price tag that we have over here. Also, don't mind uh, Bojan Bogdanovic uh, or Bogdan Bogdanovic, however you say his name, whichever Bogdanovic it is. Uh, he's really good. I, I like him a lot. He's had a lot of the good ball handling responsibilities uh, since this like new uh, you know kind of era they started with the Kings. Uh, you know, with Fox in there, it hurts him a little bit. When Fox was out, it was great. You know, he was just ball handling all the time, but. I think he's a fine option. Don't mind Darren Fox, too. I think he's okay. But he's starting to get priced up. Like, 10.8K, uh, it's starting to be a lot for him. And I, I don't know. I think there's other routes I'm going to take with my point guard position today. So I don't think I'm going to be going him uh, today. That's kind of what I'm thinking. But had to like guys on the Kings. It's just tough because it's, it's the Kings, right? Who do we uh, who do we really like? Uh, Willie Cully sign could see a massive game from him. Uh, center's not the greatest position today. So I could see that being my, like, be- my favorite way to maybe get exposure to the Kings just because I don't like the center position. And... Uh, like again, like I don't like the forward, like forward power forward is not a full position to roster either. So uh, you know, Scala BC is a guy you can go there too. But you don't have to roster Kings if you want. You can easily play on fantasy draft, and you're not forced into these guys. Uh, again, I still think they're decent plays because they're playing the Magic. Uh, still not the greatest plays, right? Because it's the Kings uh, for for good reason. The Kings are still not that great of a team. But 
All right, let's talk about the next game. We have the Orlando Magic. Uh, what do we do with them? Uh, you know, spot against the Kings. This goes from one of the fastest-paced teams in the league to against one of like the slowest-paced teams in the league. I, this is just not that great for them. I do think there's some spots to target. Like, if I go anywhere, I like uh, you know Alfred Payton. He just has crazy GPP upside at that price, so I think he's a pretty interesting play. Uh, I don't think I'll go with like Fournier or like Jonathan Simmons today. Uh, even Aaron Gordon, I don't really want to pay that price for. I think there's other guys I'd rather pay for. I'd rather pay for like Lamarcus Aldridge over an Aaron Gordon, who's going to be probably, uh, you know, he's not the same price anymore, but they're similar position and sort of near the same price tier. So I gotta try and find the money for him, and then like Bismack Biombo, I don't hate him, right? We like targeting centers with the Kings, but I don't know. Uh, this is not my favorite spot for the Magic, but I think like uh, my favorite two are probably Alfred Payton, and then followed by, uh, eh, probably followed by Biombo. I-, I don't mind Aaron Gordon; I think he's a fine play. But then the other guys, like the other two stars, I don't really want to mess with in that Magic bench. You know how Frank Vogel is. Frank Vogel is the worst, so I don't really want to have to deal and bother with him. Let's go on to the next game. We have the Brooklyn Nets and the Oklahoma City Thunder, and this is definitely going to be a game that we want to get some exposure to. Let's talk about the Thunder first, because that's that's the that's the sexy side of the ball, right? Uh, Nets not so much, but the Thunder, man, Russell Westbrook, he's probably going to be my favorite payup option on the slate. Uh, like I have to like him a lot today. Uh, I think he's someone that you're definitely going to want to roster. He is, you know, just the, the best stud in my opinion on this slate to pay for. So Russell Westbrook, the guy that you want to get in your lineups for sure. I don't hate uh, Paul George in this spot. You know, if you're if you're paying up for a small forward, I think he's fine. Uh, don't don't mind Paul George on this slate, but yeah, I'm not the biggest uh, not the biggest Paul George fan. I, I think he's fine here, and I think he'd have a big game. So don't mind going that route. Carmelo Anthony too. That's another guy. I'm like, eh, not the biggest fan of. If you made me pick on fantasy draft, they're you know they're similar price tags. George is only 200 more, and I know Carmelo's been, like, going crazy recently, but I would pick Paul George. I'm, I'm kind of a little worried, to, like, on a five-game slate that Mel's going to have high ownership, and kind of, like, if I stay away from him, I'm kind of scared in cash games people might have him. I don't think people are going to, but uh, I don't know. I don't know for sure yet. I do think people are going to pay up for other guys instead, so I don't think Mel will be as high on as I'm thinking, but I hate when there's a guy that's been like, I don't like the roster. He's been on fire, and then he gets like tons of ownership in cash. That's always like a scary day for me. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to try my best not to play Carmelo Anthony today, and I don't think I need to. I'd rather play Steven Adams. I think Steven Adams could absolutely eat on the board against the, uh, against the Nets. Could definitely be a really good spot for uh, Steven Adams for sure. Against the Nets, just, uh, you know, they're terrible against big men, and he just absolutely eat on the board. So I like Steven Adams, and he correlates well with Russell Westbrook, so that makes a ton of sense. Other than that, uh, none of those Thunders bench players, uh, just mainly Russell Westbrook for me. Uh, I don't mind a sprinkle of Paul George, and then Steven Adams is a good center option. But let's move on to the Brooklyn Nets side of the ball. We got the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the, or no, sorry, we got the Brooklyn Nets, uh, and the uh, what do we do with them, right? That's kind of the big thing we have to do here. I really don't know what to do with the Nets now. Like with the emergence of um, D'Angelo Russell, it's kind of a problem. Uh, it's it just it. This team was very great because of their their tight rotation uh, right now. People like don't don't want to forget, right? The Brooklyn Nets were that type of team that uh, used to just run. You know, when they had like 15 healthy bodies, they ran them all a million minutes. So the return of D'Angelo Russell has been a bit of a problem, I'm sure, and is going to be a problem. I think I'm just going to stay away from them. The Thunder are a really good defensive team. I just think this is a great spot to fade all the Nets options. Like, uh, just stay away completely, uh, and that's going to kind of be the approach that I uh, I take on this slate. I, I get Rondé Hollis Jefferson. I think he's a little too cheap, and I understand maybe buying low on his price tag. I know Demar. Demari Carroll's been really good recently, so if you want to keep riding that Demari 
Carroll wave. I understand, but for me, it's Rondé Hollis Jefferson or bust, I think, on the Nets, but I'm really going to try my best to stay away. I just don't think you need to play Nets today. The Thunder are just such a great defensive team, and the Nets, in reality, aren't that great of a team. Uh, they're, you know, they're they're a decent team. They're they're fun to watch. They're, you know, they run up and down the court, and uh, they just seem like they're a bunch of young guys that are just trying to win every game, which is always fun to see, but this is going to be a really tough spot for them, so I don't like the Nets here in this spot. I'm going to try my best to fade them here. Cleveland Cavaliers and the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, so Cleveland, uh, you know, they're, this whole situation is interesting. Like Kawhi Leonard's having issues with the Spurs management. Uh, Kevin Love is fighting with the Cavs. They're all just fighting and going back and forth. It's pretty crazy what's going on. Uh, so the Cavs, what do we do with them? Uh, LeBron James is like a guy I'm not going to play on this slate. He's a very easy fade. Spurs are very good defensively. Just, I get it. People might go, oh, angry LeBron. It, if you want to play the angry LeBron narrative and he's just going to go out and like put the team on his back after that, like, you know, meeting they had the other day and trying to fix their team problems. Sure. Uh, you can play that narrative if you'd like, I'm probably not going to, if I'm just, if I feel like I have so much money and I'm forced on a LeBron James, sure. I don't mind being forced on a LeBron. If all this value opens up and I have to play LeBron, I'll play LeBron, but I don't think that'll happen, especially on a site like Fantasy Draft. I don't think you get forced into that. On some other sites, like specifically FanDuel, I feel like you can get forced into that uh, if so much value opens up, but I don't think that's going to happen on this slate. But if I did get forced onto him, I could see that happening for sure. Uh, talk about Isaiah Thomas. Uh, his price is great, 11.7K, right? I get it. Uh, I think I'm going to stay away from him. I, I understand for sure, uh, but I already like Westbrook, and I'm going to like you know one of the point guards on the opposite side, so... I don't know. I really don't think I need to be playing Isaiah Thomas here. I think I don't mind. Like if I was playing 150 lineups and you know building a tournament teams, I wouldn't mind sprinkling him in. I think he's a fine play for sure. Uh, it just the matchup isn't the greatest, so I'm not trying to go. Uh, I'm not trying to go out of my way here to uh, roster him. So Isaiah Thomas, I think today is not going to be the day for me and you to uh, for me and you to uh, you know hang out. So I'm done with Isaiah Thomas today. I don't think I'll be playing him. Jay Crowder too, J.R. Smith, no, I'll pass. Uh, Kevin Love, I don't hate it in tournaments, but it, and the only reason I don't hate it in tournaments is there's not that many great, uh, you know, forward and center options. There's a couple here and there, but it's kind of weak there at the position. So I get in tournaments if you're trying to like reach for that upside. But other than that, I just think the Cavs are a great fade today. I don't think you need to play anyone on them. I think there's the guys you can pick here and there, but I don't think you need to play anyone on the, on the Cavs today. I think there's other spots to attack and just better spots. So Let's move on to the San Antonio Spurs. So one of the best plays of the day is LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, you know, with no Kawhi Leonard, it's just seeing this crazy amount of usage. Uh, I want to get exposure to him for sure. He's a guy I'm going to try and jam into my lineups if I can. I'm, I'm going to try and start with, uh, I like to start with value first if I can. But if you told me I'm starting building just like from like the, uh, you know, instead of from the ground up, I'm starting from uh, the top and going down. It'd be Westbrook first and then Aldridge and then I try and find some value and whatnot. That's kind of uh, kind of the approach I would take if I was jamming in the studs, but normally I like to just kind of wait for the value to shake up and then kind of jam the value and then see how that uh, makes things fit. That's normally the best approach for me, but uh, what do we do? Uh, you know, Durante Murray talking about building from the ground up. Uh, Murray is a cheap guy, 9.1K. I love him today. I think he's a guy you want to get exposure to for sure. Love him in this spot. Uh, he's just, Tony Parker basically was told uh, by Potvich, I think it's time for you to step down from being a starter. You need to come off the bench. And uh, Parker took that well. Uh, and uh, Murray's now the starter for this team. So I like Murray a lot. I think he's going to be a really good play going forward and his price is going to keep increasing. So just uh, jump on the train while you can. Murray, uh, Aldridge, two of my favorite guys. 
Uh, Kyle Anderson, uh, he's another guy I don't mind, but uh, I don't know. He can disappoint, right? He's uh, he's not he doesn't have a crazy ceiling. He's fine for cash games, but really doesn't have a huge ceiling. So I don't know. I think he's an okay play, but it's really the my exposure is going to mainly be through uh, uh, through Lamarcus Aldridge and Juwante uh, Murray. I also don't mind Davis Bertans off the bench. I think this is a pretty good spot for him. I think Davis Bertans is a guy that you can get exposure to for cheap at your at your forward position uh, and a nice value. And the Cavs, we all we're, we all know they don't play any defense. We saw that on Saturday, they went up 148 points. I mean, we knew they were bad. But I don't know. I didn't think they were 148 points bad. So, man, pretty bad there. But those are my top three guys on this team. Again, it's uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, Murray, and Bertans. Those are my three favorite Spurs to get exposure to on the slate. All right, let's go to the next game. We got the Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers with a 208.5 team total. This is definitely a game you want to get exposure to. I mean, we're taking one of the uh, slower-paced teams on the Boston Celtics against a really fast-paced team against the Lakers. So this is a good spot for Celtics, but the problem is, man, I hate rostering Celtics. Uh, I'm a big Celtics fan. Love watching them play. I think they're awesome, but I, I hate rostering Celtics. They're 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 kind not they're unpredictable, but they're definitely all over the place with who gets the scoring and the minutes at times. It just can be a really frustrating situation. If you told me I had to like pick who my favorite guy is, uh, right now I think it's Jalen Brown. I think his price tag is really good uh, around the industry. That's one. That's one thing I really like about him. He's a guy that uh, you know can fit this game environment really well. Just the up and down, back and forth type of game fits him well. Good opportunities for a lot of steals, blocks, just uh, you know fast break points. Just I think it's a really good spot for Jalen Brown. Obviously, that makes sense. Like Jason Tatum's kind of similar to that too. I think he's a fine play too. Don't mind him. He is a great Al Horford spot. I could see him doing a lot here. And, like, we don't like the center position today, right? I, I talked about that. I'm not a big fan of center. Uh, I think Willie Cauley-Stein is a really great play, like I said before. But uh, it's Al Horford is a guy that's kind of going to be a decision for me. I think it's going to be Horford and, and uh, Willie Cauley-Stein for me, like the two I'm debating right now. Steven Adams is also in that same price range, so I get that. So it's, like, just, like, those are, like, the guys that, like, all in the same range I think are going to be, like, in the conversation. And Al Horford certainly is in the conversation for me. Uh, love him in this spot. We know we target the Lakers with centers. I could really see him bullying some guys down low. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not too worried about the Lakers uh, doing anything, uh, you know, against the Celtics. Celtics are going to get their points. And I think Al Horford definitely is in, definitely in for a pretty decent game, like a safe game with, like, nice upside built in too. So I like him there. Um, yeah, other than that, uh, Kyrie Irving, he just seems a little, I don't know. I like him here. I think he's a fine play. I don't, if I don't have the money for Russell Westbrook, I think going down to him is a certainly okay to do. Uh, and he's a good play on this slate. Uh, you know, he should do fine against the Lakers. I don't know. It just feels like, feels like Kyrie doesn't get there as much as he should for the current price he's at. And it just seems kind of frustrating, but this is a great matchup for him. Of course. I know last game out there, he had uh 57.9 fantasy points against Orlando. Uh, but he had to put up 40 points to do that. Right. It just seems like he's like, Again, I love Kyrie, uh, but he just seems too points dependent. Uh, and, you know, that can be frustrating at times. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to really go with uh, – don't really know if I'm going to be going with Kyrie today, but I think he's definitely in the conversation for sure. Uh, so don't don't forget him. But, I, I, again, Russell Westbrook and Murray are like the two-point guards I'm keying in on right now at this time. Uh, talk about a couple more Celtics. Uh, I think uh, Marcus Morris off the bench. He's a fine play, but you guys know what you get, what you get with Marcus Morris. Just um, – crazy risk and crazy amount of just uh you know one game it could be five fantasy points then he can go for 40 you know how he is and then marcus morris he's seen an increased amount of minutes i don't hate him if you need a cheap uh, power forward but uh yeah i don't know i don't again the celtics are kind of frustrating roster i wouldn't be playing like too many of them like it's not a spot where you're just jamming for celtics uh, at this time i think just uh, getting exposure to a couple here and there though makes sense against the lakers team 
Uh, let's talk about the Lakers now. Uh, no Lonzo Ball. Uh, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. I know he's having some issues. I believe we still have him as uh, possibly not playing. He is uh, considered questionable, so we don't know what's going to happen with him. That's going to be news to watch for sure because we've been liking Jordan Clarkson, but like, what are we going to do with him at this price? Are we going to play Jordan Clarkson at this price tag? I don't know. I don't really want to. I mean, 12.5K is it's fine. Uh, I just don't know if I want to pay for that against a Boston Celtics team, slow-paced team, very good defensive team. They know what he's done the past two games. They're not going to let him do that. They're, Brad Stevens is going to make sure they know to stop uh, stop Clarkson, and that's going to like slow down the offense a ton. For me, it's Julius Randle. I like him, 12.1K. Another power forward and center uh, that I think is a fine option in that uh, price tier. Uh, he's a guy that could definitely, uh, definitely do very well. So I like Julius Randle. I think he's a good tournament option. And then uh, Kyle Kuzma is not, not a terrible route you can go. Or Brandon Ingram if finger in plays. But, uh, I, again, I, I don't know. I don't want too many exposure to Lakers. So it's really like I'm thinking uh, just Julius Randle possibly because we know that's where you the Celtics struggle. And then I'll kind of just move on. I think the more and more I think about it, uh, I'm just going to look at Randle only. There's there's other good plays on this late. I don't think I need to be going with, uh, you know, the Kuzmas and the uh, Ingrams. So there's, there's better spots. So Randle for me, and I'm going to move on. That's what I'm going to do with the Lakers. Let's talk about the Knicks and the Warriors. Last game of the night, uh, it's, uh, you know, 227 team total. You know, blood is in play for sure. That's the one thing we have to worry about. Uh, I am slightly worried about that. I think this is a great stop, for, great spot for Chris Stops Porzingis for sure. The problem is, you know, will it blow out? Uh, I'm definitely very worried about that. I know he's 15K. He's a decent price tag around the industry, and he could absolutely eat against the Warriors. If you're going to play Kristaps Porzingis, run it back with a Steph Curry. Run it back with, a, you know, Clay, Draymond, or Durant. Like, make sure to run it back with a Warrior. I think that's a rule that should be in place for this game. Like, this game. If you think the game is going to be close, then you play Porzingis and you play someone on the opposite side. If I had to pick one guy to play on the opposite, on the opposite side, just one and one only, uh, it's Steph Curry for me. That's the guy who I would run it back with. He's my favorite Warrior on this slate like him a lot. Uh, I like Draymond Green for the sense of uh, at that price tag, he has a lot of upside and you know they're going to need him because the Warrior, the Knicks are going to play uh, their big men. They always do and they're going to need Draymond Green on the opposite side. So I like him. I don't think this is a great, like, I don't think I need to be paying for, uh, you know, paying for Durant in this spot. If you, I, if you had to pick on fantasy draft, I'm going with Curry. Uh, and I don't see myself playing both. So I just think I'm going to end up fading Durant. Uh, I get on a site like FanDuel, again, like you can get forced into playing guys because their uh, their cap is a little less restrictive. And what happens is, uh, you know, you, when value opens up, you kind of get forced into guys. And if I get forced into that play as my last guy in, I don't hate having him, right? The raw points are great. But uh, I think Curry's a better play on fantasy draft for sure. 9.1K, just uh, like that price instead of over Durant. And I think this is, a, this, is a, this is a good spot where he could absolutely go off. We know the Knicks are terrible against uh, point guards, you know, and especially guys that have the ball in their hands and score. So uh, mainly mainly those are the ones that beat them rather than the, the, the ones that pass the ball. The ones that pass the ball a lot, sure, they can have good games, but uh, and they've had, right? But uh, we've really seen them get eaten up by guys that just put up points. So And we know Curry can put up points. So love him in this spot. He's my favorite followed by uh, Draymond Green at two. I'll put Clay at three because he's cheap. And when he gets going from downtown, right, you, know, you never know. He could have one of those big games. And in front of the Golden State Warriors fans, he shoots better at home. So does Curry. He shoots better at home. So 
Maybe he has one of those games where he just is lighting, lighting the world on fire and it's a five-game slate. Shooting guard position is never fun to roster. Like, I'll just, for Vandal purposes, I'll list them to you just because, again, it's like a, one of those sites where you can only play two and it's uh, you kind of get, like, stuck on the guys where you're, like, forced to play them because you have to play two guys and those are the only guys in the pool. But it's Clarkson, Clay Thompson, Bajanovic, uh, Fournier, Heald, Hardaway Jr., Levert, Smart. Like, it's it's not getting pretty anytime soon. So uh, I think Clay is in the conversation because of that. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, not so much but if you think he's gonna have one of those like gigantic games sure obviously roster him i think he's like just 12.2k is very cheap for him so i understand on fantasy draft playing him if he fits that uh you know one of those last spots and helps make things work so I, I still like him i still think there's upside there at that price uh so for me again it's curry first uh, draymond second clay third and then durant as fourth as we're talking about the uh, big four I kind of went over from talking about Porzingis and then went and just ranted about the Warriors. So I'll go back to the Knicks a little bit. Uh, you know, Warriors bench, I don't think you need to play many guys over there. I don't think it's uh, that necessary on this slate. So uh, no need to really look at them unless we get some uh, injury news that uh, we're not expecting. But the Knicks, what do we do with uh, those guys? Uh, I'm not going to be playing the point guard roulette. They kind of are playing too many point guards right now. They're playing Trey Burke. They're playing Nicolina, Ron Baker. They're playing uh, Jared Jack for sure. Like, it's just too much roulette for me. I'm not going to bother with it. It's really Porzingis uh, is the guy I want. I'm just going to get Porzingis, and if I play any other Warriors, I'm going to run it back with that. I get Courtney Lee. I don't think he's a bad value option. Sure, you can go with him. He fits this game environment well. Or even a Tim Hardaway Jr. at a bad shooting guard position. I don't hate him, but again, he's like, you know, if I'm ranking my player pool, you know, in tiers, they're kind of towards the back tier of my player pool. And don't love them, but I think they're fine plays. Uh, so for kind of sum it up uh it's Porzingis is my number one on the Knicks followed by uh followed by uh we'll, we'll go Courtney Lee two and then Tim Hardaway Jr. three and I actually don't mind Michael Beasley two off the bench uh again I, I think there's just it, there's a lot of minutes to go around here for this team that like and like a lot of production that can go around against a Warriors team the problem with this is uh we just don't know with Hornacek man he's very frustrating and uh if they get blown out we don't know what he's gonna do with the minutes I've seen Hornacek throw Willie Hernan Gomez in for the entire fourth quarter and it's been really frustrating so uh temper your expectations with the Knicks I do think there's reason to get exposure against a Warriors team but again don't forget that we have to worry about that for sure uh but again Porzingis my number one on that on them uh Courtney Lee probably two because I always feel like his minutes are safe Hardaway Jr. three and then uh I'll put Michael Beasley four uh still think he's a pretty decent option especially on uh Fanduel where he's uh really cheap we're getting him at uh 4800 so uh yeah don't sleep on him for uh the upside that he can have in this kind of matchup other than that uh thanks for watching or not watching listening uh to this slate Again, five-game slate, they're normally not like, you know, five-game slates are normally, uh, I kind of look at it and I say, oh, will I play it, will I not? Uh, obviously play it, but will I play cash or tournaments? That's kind of the decision I make. And, uh, you know, four games is like uh, normally where I really make that, that decision. But five games, if it's a bad five-game slate, I won't play it in cash. But this is one of those good five-game slates. Uh, we should play it. I think it's a really fun one. And uh, there's some good guys to pay up for. There's some good value, too, that we already have. And there's like a lot of value, right? There, there's not a lot, but there's enough value where I feel like people will have to make some types of, type of decisions. And I still think there's some more news to come, which will be able to uh, help kind of spread some things out enough. At least I'm hoping. Uh, that's the thing. I don't like having them do 2v2s and uh, 3v3s. And also don't forget to play tournaments, right? There's tons of tournaments around the industry. Fantasy Draft has a ton going around too. So uh, don't forget to jump in those uh, GPPs for sure. So again, thanks a lot for listening. If you have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Again, T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Uh, I'll be filling in tomorrow for Dan Bach as he's at the, uh, you know, FSTA conference. And, uh, you know, we will uh, we'll be back tomorrow and hopefully you guys uh, win some money tonight. Uh, again, thanks a lot for joining me. I'm Travis Mangone and I'm out. 
Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.